Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, 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 do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of Do Something Nice. How is your day? Is it another lazy day for you? For me, not so much. <laughs> the world is waking up, and we are watching the development of new history each day, and it's getting crazier and crazier by the moment. But that, in turn, is keeping me rather busy. But I'm loving it. How about you, though? Are things picking up for you, too? Or maybe the world never really hit the pause button for you. Well, regardless of how you spent your last few days, one thing I always suggest is to take a moment and do or read something new from time to time. I love doing this with books, actually. Sometimes I just force myself to stop for a bit and read. Not always an easy task, but I still try to do it from time to time. You know, learn something new, enjoy a story or two, and... There have been several times on this show that I've shared that with you. Some books I just come across, but other times certain titles get shared with me and I can't help but look into it. In fact, it wasn't long ago that my friend who regularly writes for this show, Arateo Tawakali 2, wrote a story about a man named Bernard D. Brown. And as I read what she wrote, I wanted to learn more. So much, in fact, that I came across a book one that told a heartwarming story. And I'd like to share with you right now what caught my attention. And it starts with a short history lesson. You might be familiar with this one, but according to data from the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, there are just about 300,000 World War II veterans left in the United States. The attack on Pearl Harbor by the Japanese Air Force inevitably forced America into the Cold War after we took much of our time on the sideline and supported our Allied troops. A total of 16 million American troops participated in the war. And if you haven't heard about it yet, then, well, I suggest you pick up a few more books. With a minimum age of 18 years required to be enlisted, 17-year-olds were also enlisting after parental consent. A lot of these young and brave individuals volunteered to protect their lands far away from home, leaving everything behind. They left their loved ones, families, friends, original professions, and so much more behind. Now, 96-year-old Bernard Brown was barely 19 years old when he was drafted into the U.S. Army during the Second World War. Just like many who left everything behind back home, Bernard started longing for a connection back home. Childhood friend Selma became Bernard's connection, something that began with an invitation Bernard received in October of the year 1941, to which Bernard responded with a letter to Selma. It was the beginning of what would turn into a collection of letters, enough to make a book out of them. And when Bernard's unit left for Europe on board U.S. Army fleets, just four months after D-Day, he found himself writing frequently to Selma, 
Bernard's letters painted a vivid picture of the sacrifices made by the American forces at the front lines. In one letter to Selma, Bernard recounted how he and his brothers-in-arms were trapped in mud for three days and four nights, sleeping, eating, and fighting while living in foxholes. Living in foxholes was the thick of things in the battles in France. Also in another letter, Bernard narrated how his unit liberated Jewish prisoners from a concentration camp in Dachau, Upper Bavaria, in southern Germany. Amid the chaos and letters after letters were filled with tales from the front lines, battles and personal experiences. A declaration of love gradually took over. Bernard was eager to go back home to Selma so they can start a life living together. After Germany, the leader of the Axis surrendered in 1945. The historic war was brought to an end. This meant Bernard Brown was going home to meet up with Selma. Not only did he meet up with Selma, they got married three months after returning home. The story didn't end there, as both went on to have three children and five grandchildren. They lived a happy life together, all the way through 72 years of love, until the day Selma passed away in 2017. Now, sadly, all good things do come to an end, but it opens up a new chapter in one story. And this is when my curiosity really got piqued. With his family preparing to move Bernard, his daughter Shelley had come across an old box, which had preserved the letters Bernard wrote to Selma for decades. It had over 600 pages of handwritten letters, 600 pages of a story she wasn't about to let fade away. Because despite earning a purple heart and a bronze star, Bernard rarely shared stories of his time in Europe. But he took the time to relive those stories by reading those letters again, which did bring tears to his eyes. That was when Shelley realized something needed to be shared. So she convinced her father to publish the letters in a book. With the 96-year-old acting on his daughter's advice, he did decide to do so, and while dedicating his book to a part of the 60 million troops who couldn't make it back home like he did in 1945. And that is what I just finished reading myself, something I encourage you to read when you have the time. The book is called Dear Selma, A World War II Love Letter Romance. And the best part is that Bernard is donating all the proceeds to the Ronald McDonald House at the Rood Family Pavilion in Portland, Oregon. His decision hinged towards the hope of helping other families who are in the same position as they were in the past with Shelley. Not only that, but there is also now the Bernard and Selma Brown Optometry Scholarship for Veterans, which was designed to support military veterans who wish to study optometry. Now, when I opened the book myself, it gave me the same feeling that one would get when they come across an old box in their attic filled with letters from a time before they were born. It is filled with some amazing memories that Bernard wanted to share, including copies of the original letters and telegrams sent to Selma. The letters tell a story themselves, and it was a lot of fun to read through them. I felt as though I was watching an old romantic movie filled with narratives from the writer to the sender. And the writings, while some of them talk about war, they are still so personal and heartwarming to read. There's just so much love in them that you really want to keep reading. Little forewarning, though, if you aren't good at reading cursive, some letters are more difficult to read. 
but others are typed out, so you should be okay. Regardless, I found them all very enjoyable. Journalist Mary Schmeek said, Keep your old love letters. Throw away your old bank statements. And you know the reason behind that is because when all is said and done, there isn't enough room for both. The letters we write, the letters we keep, are a testament to the life and the love we lived and ultimately the story we leave behind. And when you and I leave this world, those we leave behind hopefully will not remember us by how much we are worth in a construct used to barter for goods. I would rather be remembered by how much I loved and let loved. How about you? Personally, I think it's perfectly okay to keep old love letters. Why? Well, not because of the person necessarily, but because of the story it told. The story that tells who you are and who you've become. And on that note, I'm interested to hear your story. What do you have to share? I'd love to hear about it. And if you'd allow me, I'd love to help you share it to the world. So please, if you have any, you can share them by sending an email to mailbag at dosomethingnice.net or leave me a comment on the dosomethingnice.net website. Well, my friend, that's it for this episode. And I certainly hope it either added to your wonderful day or helped make your day a little bit better. I would love to hear your feedback and ratings, so if you would like to follow this show on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Instagram at BA Nice Ninja, or on Twitter at BA Nice Ninja. You can also find this podcast at DoSomethingNice.net or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. Do Something Nice and the show's music is produced by myself. Special thanks to Aroteo Tawakali too, who wrote the story for this week's episode. The Do Something Nice artwork and logo were originally designed by the talented Braley Rainey. Also, part of her support comes from listeners such as yourself. And you can help support the show by sharing it with someone in your life. Then ask them to subscribe. Or you can order some great Do Something Nice merchandise by going to the dosomethingnice.net and clicking on the swag menu at the top of the page to go straight to the Do Something Nice store. You can also learn more about me and my voice by visiting me at jeffbonano.com. If you would like to check out the book, Dear Selma, A World War II Love Letter Romance, I'll be sure to leave a link to it in my show notes at the dosomethingnice.net website. Finally, I want to say thank you so much for listening in. And remember to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care and stay safe out there. <laughs> <laughs>